Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy. And as always, I am just extremely happy to be joined by Jay Lit the Kid. What it is. Happy New Year. How is everyone doing out there? Happy New Year. Um, we had to skip a week there. Uh, your boy, uh, the boy got the vid. You got it. The vid got me. I would, I would love to call Dr. Nasty right now and just him, you know, just, just affirm that, that I'm the winner of us two. You are the winner. I I win. I am the healthy one that you, you would die if this was in the 1620s. Yep. And I would have continued your legacy as the podcast champion and I would have continued doing it. Yeah, it was, I had no problem calling, you know, all the people to let them know that I had the vid, except for you. Your, you yours yeah. was a struggle. Yeah? It was a weird, like, I had to uh, be honest with you. Not that I was worried about judgment or anything, but it was. I think it's kind of like what you like kind of said. It. I, I think there was a, a weird, unspoken you know rate like competition correct you know yeah because i'm hold up i work from home and you're out there with the people going to prisons and things mm-hmm. and it should have definitely been you mm-hmm. and you had you had you know you had you had more scares i had i don't think you i had any scares yeah well i yeah i mean i guess they were scares potential exposures but like especially like pre vaccine when it i think it was much more serious and even with the delta you know the omicron doesn't seem to be as bad no, for most people yeah. and a lot of people are getting it um but you know i do feel superior to you and i'm glad that you your, felt that way yeah cuz system although is... you're when we were texting or whatever uh you did riddle me full of anxiety because all of our friends basically had it. That, yeah, well, yeah, that I was not around. That but. was that was that was another thing too that you pulled me made down. Me feel yeah. like way better because literally, like five of our other friends all got it too. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I got hit. Um, it was. I. It was Tuesday night. Cause I went uh, on Monday. I drank. I I did some heavy drinking Monday because I fucking lost in an absolute terrible fashion in fantasy on mm, Monday night. Congratulations, Joel. Yes, congratulations, Joel, for winning the fantasy league. Um, but I lost by one point to Benny, and it was just you know fins were down. To fuck you, Devonte Parker. Uh, um, and. I just needed, you know, I need one point. I don't know if you saw that. I don't oh, know I did. You, yeah. I lost in my other fantasy league by five points. And because of the person that I took out and put in, had I left that person, I would have scored six more points. Yeah. So, so heartbreak I, all around. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. So I did heavy drinking on Monday. So Tuesday I had woken up and I thought it was just, uh, just regular hungover stuff. Mm. And then... 
I had to work like super late because I think I called you because originally yeah. I was like working. Yeah. And like and then uh like yeah, this like major Which is funny because I thought that you no. were using the guise of having to work late no. as not wanting to uh even admit to me that you had lost the game. Oh shit, no. I would you know I, th- me, I giggled I, about that after the fact. No, you know I me, mean? I like to I'll, I'll blow myself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and as the night went on, I had this pounding headache and I don't ever get headaches ever. Mm. And um went to I mean, you could say I went to sleep that night, but it was... Uh, you were just a furnace tossing. I woke up every hour drenched in sweat. Mm. Like, I was... I On Tuesday night of last week, I slept in a waterbed. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I was just sweating profusely. Then there were chills, and then there's sweating. It was just this pounding headache. And, you know, it's it's 2, 3, whatever in the morning, and I'm sitting there just like... I got it. You got it. I got it. You got it. I definitely got it. You want it? You got it. Yeah. And it was pretty miserable nights. But then after that, I like, then I woke up Wednesday and like, I didn't have, uh, didn't have the headache or anything anymore. It was just like, you know, congestion and, and stuff like that. I, I was like, you know, fine. If it was just that one, the big guy's okay. Yeah. It was just that one night. You made it. But uh, yeah, so Omicron is alive and well down here. It hit everybody. I'm glad it hit me before uh, Benny's batch party. Yeah, that would have been. That's why, like, I'm I'm masking up everywhere now. I got a lot of big life events over the next three to five weeks. You got a wedding coming up. I got two weddings. Yeah, I got Elbow Baggins. I got I got the sister-in-law, and we got Elbow Baggins' uh, batch party. So I'm trying to just fly under the radar. Just, I don't want anyone to to even try to mess that up. Yeah. So, um, COVID is real, people. Um, it was uh, was not fun. Uh, everything got canceled. You know, and our, you know, my whole family got COVID too. Mm-hmm. So everything got canceled. We still haven't even exchanged gifts. We haven't mm. done any of the the, the Christmas stuff. So, um, yeah, it's it's alive and well down here. That was uh, that was a fun little uh, week there. The big man's okay. That's the bottom line, boys. Big man's okay. Listen to a lot of vinyl. Mm. As you can see. The old wax museum, huh? Ooh, a little yeah. Fleetwood? Yeah, a little Peter Green. I Ooh. was like, like blasting that Peter Green album, and I was just thinking of you the whole time. Perfect. Because we love Peter Green. Yes, we do. But um, how's everything with you? Everything's good. Uh, happy New Year. Um do you yeah. do you do um uh New Year's uh re- resolutions revolutions uh you know New Year's revolutions yeah we're starting we're gonna talk about that I'm te- you're you're doing a professional tease for mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. um we're gonna get into that and I uh, hope you have a couple locked in um, I yeah I've uh, so we're gonna talk about that shortly and if you guys have any three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one just let us know we'll help hold you accountable yeah yeah call in let us know your revolutions and we, yeah we'll definitely hold you guys accountable on that and um we'll call you out when you definitely will break it yes. yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent. because that's the best thing about the revolutions yes um 
We've got a good show for you. It's a new year. It's a new pod. It's our first, pretty much our f- almost, I, I think we started in February was like the official launch date. It's like two weeks away. But I know that when we were first starting this this time last year. It might have been, we I, were, think our, I think our podiversary would actually be uh, either this upcoming Sunday or the Sunday after that. Yeah. For when we actually recorded it. But I think, and, and, and you know, remind me if I'm wrong, because we, you know, when we initially started, you know, doing this and said, all right, we're going we're gonna to fucking do this podcast, we had recorded three episodes first to see how it would go. And we also wanted to have content. We didn't want to come out with just one. So yeah. I think... Around this time last year, we were recording like the first one and like mm-hmm. you know doing it. Yeah, did you, I went back and listened to? Oh, did you? Yeah, it was pretty bad. I gotta go back and listen now. It died. I don't recommend it. Just over talking and just over talking. Not like not. I I was listening to it. And I was just like, God, the content that we were talking about was there. But we just did not fucking capitalize on it. We're professionals now. You know? <laughs> like We're professionals We didn't know now. what we were doing. That's kind of, you know, it's like your first sexual experience. You're kind of fumbling around in the backseat of your dad's Ford Bronco. And you don't really know what you're <laughs> supposed to. Is my dad OJ? Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't going to say Chloe white Kardashian. Bronco. Got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and so I think we've learned a lot. The audio, as you know, as uh, you know, as an insane audiophile, I was just cringing at mm, the audio quality. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I perfect. was like, oh my god! But that's gonna be like when this podcast is like, a, you know, really world famous. Like those are gonna be the deep cut, like grainy footage episodes that people are gonna get to go back and listen to and be like, wow. <laughs> can you? Like, can all right? Can you? Can our NFTs are are those episodes? Can you do episodes? Are those NFTs? Can we sell hmm. those? Mike, write that down. We need yeah. to talk about some ways that we can monetize. We got to start talking about ways we can monetize this thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, happy to back New Year, same pod. New Year, same pod. You know, what I mean, if you think that we're gonna change, you know, you're sadly fucking mistaken. Uh, maybe a few little tweaks. Good tweaks. Good tweaks. Good tweaks. Good tweaks only. Um, but uh, yeah, it's you know this one. You know we we skipped last week, and I don't know about you. It feels like I missed you. It feels like forever. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, mm-hmm. like I. Well, the holidays too. We had a lot of shit going on. Um, but it does. I miss you, bud. Yeah, man, I missed you too. Um. Uh, let's get into it. Let's, uh, let's open up the janitor's closet because I really want to know, uh, I want to, I want to know how you felt about Danger Mouse. So I want to, let's open up the, the janitor's let's, closet. Let's do it. Go ahead. Hey, Frank. It's the unnamed assistant principal. Now, I left some reindeer meat in the kitchen. I forgot to put it back in the fridge before I left for a couple weeks, so I think the meat's all rancid and the kids come back to school tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna need you to take the bulldozer, and I'm gonna need you to throw all those rancid carcasses away, but not on site. You're gonna have to take them back to your house and put them in, in, in your garbage cans, and if 
And if it doesn't fit, you're just going to have to keep it in the backyard. Thanks. I thought for sure that the vice principal, it was going to be Sloppy Joe's on the first day back. And I thought the vice principal was going to say, just mix that in. Mm. Is deer meat, is reindeer meat, is that venison? No, uh, uh, What's venison? Deer, deers are, is venison. So, But rain, reindeer, I mean, I, I feel like it's the like northern, you know, uh, uh, cousin to the deer. Okay. So I don't know if it's venison adjacent. I don't know if it counts or not. Yeah. And any of the hunters, 305-741-3671, let us know about that. Yeah. Do we have hunter listeners? Um, Do we have hunter yeah. gatherers? Yeah. There's some hunter gatherers okay. out there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that, but you know, I don't know if Frank took all those back to the house or not. You know, damn well he did. Maybe. Well, maybe he's making his own little sloppy uh, Josephs <laughs> at the house, huh? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, talk dirty to me. Okay. So, uh, Danger Mouse was a cacophony of just so many different genres, which is what I love uh, uh, about certain peacocks is they don't stick to you know a, a very specific lane i love that about you know mostly it's producers which make more sense because they can go in all these different avenues um smiley faces gnarls barkley exactly is exactly what you meant when you said that mesh of r&b and hip-hop yeah which is you know if you don't know anything about CeeLo, first go back and listen to goody mob and then you all the outcast stuff, I know organized noise. Yeah. But like CeeLo to me is just a, a, a hidden gem, you know, just a, a ruby in the desert buried. Like he's just, there's so much good stuff there. And I feel like he doesn't, he just doesn't get that much recognition. Maybe, maybe back when Gnarls Barkley, cause they were big. But, you know, he's just always been so consistent. I feel like his recognition now, which to me sucks. Is he's the fuck you guy? Yes. Well, you know? that that would be like the younger like TikTok Gen Zers. That's how they'd know him. Yeah, that's which good. sucks. That's because a good. Yeah. There's so much other good stuff out there. Um, Sofa King, the fucking Doom track. Sofa King yeah. was uh, one I don't think I'd heard many times, if at all. It was so fucking good. No, I like you what you did there. I like know, what you did there. If you don't fucking know about Doom. I think we implored, too, when we did. What, yeah. we, we implored Danger Doom. We're like, go check out just Danger Doom. Just everything that, that, that MF Doom has touched, please just put your fingers on it. I want to see your fingerprints all over it when I dust that record. Yes, yes. That is required. Also, the Karen O songs. I don't know enough about her, and they, you, uh, you know, I'm curious, but now you have my attention. Yeah, you like those. Oh, yeah. Do you know who Karen I, O is? I had one of those songs. I definitely, I think the second one. I can't remember the name. I definitely knew that song, maybe because either you or Wifey had played it before, mm -hmm. but I have no idea who it is. Karen O is the lead singer of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and she uh, she put out an album, uh, uh, a solo album, a couple years ago, produced by Danger Mouse, and it's spectacular. It's it's, it's yeah. I'm gonna have to go amazing. dig through her now. Because yeah. uh, that that was definitely something where I was like, I'm loving this vibe. It's such a vibe. Yeah, and I, it was just and and female artists, female anything, 
within the musical that's, sphere that's always piqued my our interest. Crush. That's yeah. You know, that's... So any of that, anytime I can hear something that's kind of putting that toot out there, you know that that's a turn on for Jay. Yeah. So I will be digging into that uh, at a later date. Um, but I thought that was really great. Just an overall great mix of songs you threw in there. So yeah. Thank you, thank you. It was uh, that one wasn't hard. That one wasn't hard. Yeah, to me like, that's it, it's funny. It was like I, I closed tell, my eyes and I was just like, that, yeah, like know. I can tell too when you're like really. I feel like it's like SATs where you're concentrating to really cultivate and pick all the songs. Where I feel like with Danger Mouse, you basically got drunk at a pub and put a bunch of songs on the dartboard and just tossed exactly, just, just tossed it, exactly. and you're like, oh. All of those are winners. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was definitely great. Um, the next thing I want to get into, because we, you know, it's, I love, I love hearing, you know, your exploratory, you know, uh, what should we call it? Some music. Truths and music. Truths yeah. and music. Um, I want to know what you're on now but i also have a bone to pick so let me know if i should be picking the bone before or after let's pick the bone let's pick the bone let's pick the bone and then we'll get into got a bone to pick let's pick it so i you know i went in and checked it out because okay you know you were you're getting into first jack and the raconteurs then you went into my brother Mm -hmm. three songs i didn't finish brendan Okay, that I, makes honestly. I think I got halfway that, or maybe halfway through the second album. Okay, that honestly makes me feel so much better because yeah. I, I you know had a little bit of time on my hands this past week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I clicked on the exploratory and I was like, because you know he's my brother and I'm excited to see what you know you got into and I got and I went there and it was three songs and I think it was all the second album. It was the second and third album. It was I think you picked one from La Palca and then two from Alternative Love. Yeah. And I was just like Yeah, I didn't finish. What the that's, fuck? That's an incomplete assignment by me. Okay. But uh, that I, that makes me feel good because yeah. if you were going to be like that's what I did, no. I was going to be like, you know what? Delete the playlist. No, no, no. Uh there there'll there'll definitely be more that go in from Brendan. Um, I didn't finish finish him. I was kind of at a point where I wanted to deviate kind of just away from the sound in general because I went from you know Jack White rack and yeah, you, and then yeah, right you, into your brother, yeah. which I probably should have broke yeah. that up a little bit. Yeah, you probably should have. And instead, I was like, which I've been going back and listening to all their stuff, but I need to go back and kind of finish uh, the Brendan stuff. So that is a uh, that is TB, TB, TBD. T- TBD. TBD. There will be more cuts on there. Um, and in an effort to go in a little bit of a different direction, um, the last week or, or so, I've been digging into David Bowie. Well, um, that's that's not as, uh, as crazy as the Frank Zappa, but again, another uh, buckle up. That's a cowboy steak of a catalog. Yeah. Yeah. David Bowie, you know, David Bowie's always one of those uh, musicians where I've always said about David Bowie with people, people that don't like, you know, 
listen or are obsessed with music, they like the idea of David Bowie. And that's kind of the concept. Everyone knows of this, David Bowie. That's the concept of this of this this playlist is: Do you actually like the people who you're set who you claim to say that you like? Because if you haven't really dug through someone's catalog, can you even truly say that you're a fan of them? Right. And you know, like the Rick Jameses and the Princes, it's well cataloged. You and I, like, we've gone through all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But David Bowie, I think, is someone. For myself and I think other people that I don't want to call him, you know, like the uh, the T-shirt Hall of Fame type because he's not because you don't see a lot of those Bowie shirts out there. But he's one of those where a lot of people make that claim. And I don't know if 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 you really put it under a microscope. Yes. There's if, a lot of people that are like, oh, yeah, David Bowie, he's the man. It's like naming naming three David Bowie songs are down and they go, uh, let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm working on him. I'm just getting into the early 70s. Ziggy? Maybe Zig- I think I'm on Ziggy now. Are you uh, familiar with the Ziggy... Um, uh, how do I put it? Uh, concept. Yes. Um, uh, yes, to, to a degree. Um, Ziggy is an alien. Yes, he. I believe, from Mars. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's well, from space, from outer space. Yes, and the cool thing is, I Bowie was I, one of the first to do that. Like, yes, I am this artist, David Bowie, but these these two albums that I'm going to do right now, I am Ziggy Stardust. Essentially, yeah, it's like how the rappers have all their different monikers. And he decided, I'm going to do a couple concept albums, I guess you could, in air quotes, call it. And he's just a different person on these, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of just he's a different person. He, yeah, he's not, it's, he's not David Bowie, he's Ziggy Stardust. And I, and I think you've seen it as well, but there's a documentary, I think, called like The Five Years. The First of, Five Years. The First Five Years. Mm-hmm. And it goes through. Excellent all these different phases that and that's really what actually had piqued my interest in David Bowie like years and years ago but I never truly went through uh you know the swamp that is that is David Bowie and and so that's what I'm working on now I'm excited um a lot of different sounds in there um very eclectic and I'm excited to really get into the meat of of this of where I'm at now because I listened to those first couple early ones and I think this is where he's starting to get weird. Yes. And the weird, as you, as I think we both, uh, we we both appreciate the weird, yes. specifically in music. It's you know now that we're talking about it, it's something that I've discussed with my father so many times, and it's you know growing up in the day and age that we've grown up now. Nothing is new. Everything's already been done. But I always like discuss with my dad. I we've never. I can. I mean, imagine being back then. You know, in sixty eight, sixty nine. Because I believe Ziggy. Yeah, that it was, was like. Well, I think that was like seventy one, and his first stuff was sixty seven. Yeah, sixty eight, sixty nine, all that type. And of I stuff. can only. And I always like telling him, I'm just like, God, you're so lucky because you were there when this crazy fucking thing happened and like it was the first time it, you know it had ever happened like nowadays when we hear of like bands and stuff and people doing things everyone's done it a thousand times but i i i'm always so jealous from you know my dad and then like those 
you know, those hippies back in the 60s because they were, I can, like, I can only imagine when, like, that, you know, Ziggy Stardust and, you know, the Spiders from Mars, when that came out, it was just probably like, what the fuck is this? So first album was 67. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust was 72. Seven, okay. Yeah, so, uh, and it's so funny because, like, it's not that weird of a concept, this person from outer space and being weird, but it must have really fucking felt when he came on stage looking you like see, that. See, it's not that crazy of a concept to us right now, now, now because we have seen so many bands do that. Exactly. Back then, Back that then, was the first time, you yeah. know, an artist yeah, was like, no, my, my, I'm Ziggy. I'm yeah. not, because like when he did interviews, he was Ziggy. He wasn't David. Correct. And it's just... That, I think... David Jones. In a sense, kind of opened people's minds up to... It doesn't need to be a cookie cutter. No. You know, I'm this name and I'm putting out music on this label. And that's the only way to reach people. Uh, The one thing I want to say before uh, we move off of... uh, David is when you do listen to him, his guitarist, Mark Ronson, is the the sound that that Mark Ronson created for David Bowie is just as important as David Bowie, you know, it, you know, is to it, the sound. It, yeah, like Mark Ronson is such an integral part to that band. He's he's your typical guitarist that has his own tone of the guitar. He created it first. Um, Mark Ronson gets zero love. A lot of people don't even know about him, but he was classically trained. He, you know, wrote music he went to like you know the Juilliard of of London. I forget what the what it was called there, but Mark Ronson was so integral to David Bowie's sound, Noted. and vice versa. Like Noted. you know, Mark Ronson took things from 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 David, but Mark, you know, he's one of the spiders from Mars, and was, so when you listen to you know David Bowie, like that guitar that you're hearing, that's not David, that's Mark Ronson. Got it. Yeah. All right, so I got some homework to do there, but um, I think it's that time of the week where Alex, what did you learn this week? I learned that uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> COVID's a bitch. No, just kidding. Um, uh, I learned this week that uh, that Desert Beatles fuck style is buckwild. Oh yeah, yeah. What do we got? Uh, there is a certain uh, species of beetle uh, in Africa, a uh, desert be- beetle, that uh, not only do they get down on oral sex, mm. they bout that life. They practice it on a, on, on a daily basis. Daily? On a daily basis. This desert beetle. A couple of you guys could take some notes. Yeah. You know, women up there, turn the volume up. Mm. And men too, you yeah. know? All, everyone. All of them. They, she's, was, it was, not, yeah. Uh, they they like their oral sex. The Beatles, this desert beetle, likes to get dicked down with the mouth ski. I like that. Yeah. Okay. How'd you, how did you do this? How did this get on your timeline? 
Um, it I, it I, it happened in a dream while while I was uh, in a in a in a fever. Uh, <laughs> was this a hallucination? <laughs> no. Um, it I it came up. I don't know. It came up, and I saw it, and I was just like, you know, anything that has to do with anything, you know. On this podcast, it has to do with like just some absolute fucking crazy sex stuff. It needs to be said by one by you or me. Yeah, if there's something unexplored in the bone zone, we're gonna find it. We're mm. gonna bring it to the forefront yeah. for you guys. Because guess what you learned this week? Desert beetles like to suck. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're not just out here, you know, sucking blood. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Well, Alex. What I learned this week was, you know, the holidays are the time where everyone's, you know, got a little bit more downtime, family time, maybe a little time off from work, a little slow, and sometimes you're laying on the couch and you're maybe watching maybe a movie that you wouldn't normally watch because, yes, you know, it's, yes, on, that's it's, a it, good it's point. on TV that's and a you're good just point. like, well... I got nothing else to do. Like I'm hungover. Are we from talking that. just strictly like Christmas type movies? No, or just... no. This was just uh This movie was on. I don't know why. Is this an obligatory or? This is not an obligatory. But check you did in, it. But I did check in. I did oblige the check in. I don't, this is a one time, maybe a one time obligatory check in. Not a Christmas movie. No. No. Because you know me, my instinct right now is to guess. We love trivia. We love to guess. Okay, if you you're gonna have to go a little off the reservation. Okay. And you're gonna have to go into a genre. Um If you give me the lead actor, will I know it? Um Will that give it away? I don't know what the fucking guy's name is. The what? woman is Reese Witherspoon. Cruel Intentions. Is she in Cruel Intentions? No, that's yeah. not it. No, no, she is. That's not. That's not the movie. I was okay. Watching. So you have. A, so you have wow, you watched Legally Blonde. That's crazy. No. <laughs> so what I watched Those what, are the only two laying with his boots, laying on, laying on the couch. Your boy somehow got sucked into Sweet Home Alabama. Um, never seen it. You don't need to. <laughs> You don't need what to. What is it? What, who's who, uh, uh, who's the lead guy? In? What else is he in? Uh, he's the guy that he he voices the Home Depot commercials. Does that do anything for you? <laughs> Zero. Nothing here. Perfect. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up in a second. But there was a part in the movie where I go, no, this is fucking bullshit. And after the... Uh, the what sm- was it? After the small town... Festi- the after the small town, you know, like October festival, um, she she uh, you know kind of walks over to what is apparently a graveyard, and what it had on the top was it was a coonhound graveyard because she had to go talk to her 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 buried coonhound that she had. I like how you keep using coonhound. Well, so and. And it, of course, it's like, you know, all, all those early 2000s movies always want to just like hammer in like the classic ways that you would as- assume people from Sweet Home Alabama would act. Okay, yeah, I'm so, looking it up right now and I, I, I know this actor's name, but I could. What's the name? Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, I like, can tell you what else is in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. 
she is kneeling down talking to her dog and it, to her coonhound that's been dead, the family coonhound, and they're in the cemetery for coonhounds only. And the I cemetery said, only only coonhounds like that. And so what I it's I a pet looked, cemetery, but only coonhounds. Got it. So I looked it up and I go, this can't be real. You popped into this movie. You willingly stopped. It yes. wasn't you and the wife. You said, mm, no. hold on. Let's yeah. check this out. Correct. And so what I found out is it is called the Key Underwood Coon Dog Memorial Graveyard. And it's real. It's real. It's real. And they used... This the, is the type of shit that I love about you. This is they they use. I love this type of shit that I love about you. You're watching Sweet Home Alabama, you know. Start. I called bullshit, called, and it wasn't bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like, you know what? I got to pull the phone out. Yeah. So I pulled it out. It was uh, founded, established in 1937. There are over uh, 300 uh, coon coonhounds that have been buried there. Uh, there's some qualifiers to this. To this, you can't just go throw any old Dalmatian in the dirt here. Okay. So uh, the owner must claim their pet is an authentic coon dog, as it says here. And a what wi- is a coon dog? What is a coon hound? Uh, uh, you'd have to look. I mean, it's like the big flappy eared, but big kind of big. Because uh, in the movie, uh, Peter Patrick Dempsey, you yes, said? Yes. Patrick Dempsey has a big coon hound that, you know, he's just like wolfing around and jumping in the lake and shit. And so the second requirement is a witness must declare that the deceased dog is a coonhound. Okay. And the third requirement is a member of the Key Underwood Coon Dog Memorial Graveyard Incorporated must be allowed to view the coonhound and declare it as such. Jesus. There are requirements here. And so what they did is I think they went to the cemetery, got an idea what it looked like, and then recreated it for the movie. So what I learned this week is that there is a coon dog cemetery in Alabama. It is real. It is certified, and it is apparently legit. Did you finish the movie? Yes. Um, can I learn one other thing this week? Sure. What's the movie about? A, a spoiler a, alert. A, a small yeah. Spoiler alert for all of you that haven't seen the movie and from the early two thousands. Because I've never seen this movie. A a small town country girl leaves her country bumpkin uh, city to go to the big city of New York. I mean, classic plot. So she is engaged to, I believe, the mayor's son, Josh Lucas. Josh, <laughs> Josh Lucas, as we all know, yeah, and uh, comes home to, you know, see her family, but also to get her husband, who she never technically got divorced from, Patrick Dempsey, to sign the divorce papers. I mean. You you bring that script to the fucking you know I mean, Fox Searchlight there yeah the lights Weinstein's on them Weinstein's like yeah. sign me up Weinstein's guy's digging his hand he's like hold on let me just get yeah this one I out. want in on this yeah so basically she comes back some reporters come down there she's got to live a lie because she kind of embellished where her southern roots in the house that this big oh plantation she betrayed house. her yeah so she comes home there's a lot of conversations with her and Patrick Dempsey. 
and there's you can tell there's maybe some feelings there still, but also the past is the past, and there was scorned lovers involved with how it ended, and she just left and never came back, and he never chased her. He should have chased her. He didn't chase her. She wanted him to chase her, but she didn't. I mean, and he, then, he ain't a coonhound. He ain't a coonhound. He ain't buried up in there. So basically, uh, Mayor's son ends up coming down to surprise her, I believe. And then it all goes sideways. She's and, looking at the man. Oh, Jake. Son. Jake's his name. And then her and Jake uh, basically get back together. Yes. And sweet home Alabama. And she comes home, and I believe she stays home. Um, I don't have to watch it now. Thank you. I kind of want you to watch it. I do. I have to. I think maybe you should. Okay. Um, that's what I learned this week. I. Uh, I, I, you know, in my quarantine, I was able to catch up on um, some stuff, and I just want to get it out of the way real quick before we talk about the Brody. I watched the Beatles mm -hmm. documentary. And? It was really good. It is? Yeah. Is it, it was, a new one? It's Yeah, it's the new one. It's on, on Disney. No, it's on Disney+. Plus, okay. mm. And it's like three episodes each episode is like two hours long and it's all about their last uh uh album they made together really good yeah really good okay and you know what was really great about it uh because we did the peacock billy preston mm -hmm. and i don't know if you remember Sick fuck. that ep that episode uh where I in the Peacock, I I I tell the story of how George Harrison he wanted him to join the Beatles, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that happens in the documentary. Oh, really? It, they don't show like, I mean, they show George Harrison like you know marching off and like being like I'm fucking out of here, and uh, then Billy Preston like you know you know shows up, you know days later in the in the sessions. But I urge you, and I, I don't know. Do you have Disney Plus? I don't, but yeah. the, the brother-in-law does. So I'm going to. Yeah, if you can get it, you know, uh, you know, grab it. But if not, like, you know, I won't be mad. But I, I urge you to grab it just so you can check out Billy Preston. Okay. He's like no, I, I that cool. Beatles is honestly uh, a phase I went through when I was much younger, maybe 15, 16, where I really went into their stuff. But it's been so long that, you know, like I might need to go back and hit some Sgt. Peppers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I, I might need to go back and really actually listen to it at this age. Because I think I would probably um, understand and give a little bit more respect and weight to what yeah they, they did you know what yeah because I mean? exactly. 15 16 year old jay knew a little bit but he fucking definitely sure didn't know what he knows now especially about music yes so the intricacies and differences and and just kind of knowing what they did worldwide uh would probably be something that i'm interested in so i'll probably have to do that and they might even get in the exploratory truth so i don't know yeah yeah you gotta check it out and um yoko ono i mean just broke Ugh. the beatles up yeah. She's just literally sitting next to John the whole time. Hate like that. while they're like making, trying to like make music, like just sitting next to him on the piano. Like, 
and George and Paul and Ringo and John, they're like, they're, they're trying to like, you know, make songs. Oh, you, what, they're, they're like noodling through songs and just Yoko's just fucking in breathing distance the whole time. I hate that. And I hate like, that. I hate that. I hate that. And I know, you know, everyone's always like, oh, Yoko broke up the band. This and that. It's always like, you know, the thing. You know, I just couldn't help. I'm like watching. I'm just but it's like, not just yo, a joke go is sit what in the saying. corner, dog. It's not a Joko Ono. Like, it's a real. Yeah, it's right. A, yeah, okay. It's like, dude, go sit in the. Why do you have to be right fucking there? And, and and John's like, I want you right there. What's worse as you're like, you know, especially when we were younger, like that 15 to like 18, 19, 20 range. What was worse than when your boy just totally got wrapped around the finger of a woman and like would not leave each other's side and you couldn't say anything and well yeah because there was no time alone to even say the like hey maybe a little space is healthy you know what i mean nothing worse nothing worse nothing worse nothing worse mm. Um, so, uh, I'll get in. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to figure out how to get into that though. I'm going to have to check that out. It's like I said, it's, it's three for episodes the Beatles and for Billy. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's three episodes, it's three episodes, two hours each. So it's like pretty intense. So you got to like definitely put like time aside to it. There's a lot of like, you know, they're going over like, you know, the same songs over and over again, but they're mm. just showing you the process, but it was, uh, which is great though. Yeah. Cause that's the shit you don't get to see, you know? Um, so, uh, dude, I need an update on fucking, uh, on the team, on the Warriors. Woo, the Warriors. How, what's going on? Um. Are we still firing? We, we had a game last night. Talked to you, uh, you heard the balls just bouncing in the background. Yep. While I was on the hardwood. Uh, tough game last night. Last game, last game of the regular season. Uh, your boy had 10 points, six, six or seven rebounds. Uh, took it into OT. Wow. And we lost in OT. Wow. Which we then found out we had to wait for another result later in the night to see how we were seated because we were either going to have to, we were going to get a first round bye or we were going to have to play tomorrow, which would be Wednesday, Whoa. which I was not looking forward to because your boy's foot is not in great yeah, shape. Yeah, how's that right going? Now. Well, I just found out one How's of my. Body? I just found out that one of my uh, teammates is a podiatrist, so I will be milking that. Um, you know, that's just the connections you make through the old Jewish basketball league, the old JBL. Um, but played pretty well. We just couldn't. We couldn't finish it off. Our one of my buddies hit two free throws to put it into OT, and they just hit a couple baskets, and and we took the L. Um, so we're going in as like the fifth seed, I think, uh, of 12 teams. We have a game, big playoff game Monday night. Um, and this is where champions are born. Yes. This is it right here. This, so is, this when, is the playoff push. Are, this is when you, uh, you, you, you turn the social media off. Zero dark 30. Correct. Yeah, right? Me and LeBron and I, it's something we've had in common uh, for a long time. From the beginning, I always remember you saying it. Yeah. So whenever playoffs come, I'm just, you know, don't, don't be trying to hit me on the gram because, uh, your boy is just in the weight room and in the, in the, you know, in the cooling, uh, the cooling tub. Yes. The isobaric chamber. Thank you. And I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying, trying to think get of that, that word. I'm trying to get that body right. Yeah. That's it. So your boy's banged up. He's kind of been banged up all season, but, uh, this isn't the time for excuses. You're my little Baker Mayfield right now. That's me. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I don't want to be him though. 
Um, before we get into uh, New Year's revolutions and uh, Christmas follow-ups, I want to just quickly say oh, yeah. what we're repping here. We both are repping our generals in in our in our uh, respective armies. Uh, Jordan has on the resto. Shout out to my boy Ian. Hey, would you blow me for the fresh little resto main for all your broken pipes and mold needs? Holla at your boy. He will get you right. Restoration maintenance is like is number one down here. You got mold. You got water, fire, little damage. fire damage. You call up restoration maintenance. They will take care of you. Uh, put in the 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 code. Uh, what do they say? What do they always say? Put, it's uh, uh, it's burn me. Yeah, burn me. Yeah, call them up and say I listened to the pod and they said to tell you burn. Oh wait, me. no, that's the old promo code. The new one is it's it's so wet. Put It's So Wet into the promo code 10% off your first three dehumidifiers. Yes. After that, regular rates may apply. Yeah. So, And I am wearing uh, my general's uh, shirt. Uh, Shout out to Shayna. Joel's wife. Yeah, Joel's Joel's wife. wife. Shayna, she... you call her Joel's wife. It's Shayna to me. She's my number one general. She came into town. We had a good time, and she got us. She made us. She made us shirts with uh, the logo on the old logo. A limadish. Um, these will go to the Smithsonian yes. at a certain point. Not yet, but limadish. Shut the funk up podcast with the well-fed boy and Jay Lit logo T-shirts. One of one. Yes. Um, so, uh, let's do a little Christmas, uh, recap. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just start with you, the depressing one. I got, uh, every, the, I mean, the vid just took down Christmas for you. Yeah. The whole family got it. Um, so it was canceled. Like I said, we haven't even been able to exchange any gifts. So this year you celebrated Hanukkah, but not Christmas. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It was nice. Hmm. It was nice. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got no gifts, you know, here. Um, you know, Scott Scott came through. He, he sent us our gifts. Scott knocked it out of the park this year. I think he did a very good job of just placating to both of our, our loves. Yeah, he, he did a really good job this year. But uh, uh, Oliver Twist, uh, me and Jordan did better. And your gift uh, is coming. And, and route. And, yeah, yeah. So get ready. En route. Uh, Christmas was good. I was a little worried because I think we were going to have a good amount of people. We took everyone tested. Some people masked up and stuff, which was nice. Uh, threw down. Cody and I threw down on the pig. It came out, honestly, maybe top two or three pigs we yeah. ever cooked. Yeah, it came out really, really good. We we just did it right this year. We, we started at the right time. We ended at the right time. Everything uh, was great. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna send Dreffin a couple photos so he can put that up on the socials and stuff, just so you can see the kind of work we did on that hog. Nice. Um, but it was great. My sister flew into town. Shout out Al. Uh, parents were all there, so it was it was a great time. Um, having not really celebrated Christmas my entire life mm-hmm. uh, up until I married into a very Cuban family, yes, I have really only seen Christmas through the prism of the Cubans. Which is great, though, because I think they definitely do it. I think they do uh, it the better right... than the gringos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you, you pop off on Noche Buena, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Mm-hmm. You cook a big pig. 
we were playing dominoes like all day, smoking cigars, drinking beers. Whole family was around. And then you wake up, uh, you wake up Christmas Day, open up those prezzies, did a little brunch, and by 12, 1 o'clock, you're done. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And no. I think that's actually when Sweet Home Alabama was on. <laughs> I love that. If we can bring it back to Sweet Home Alabama's whole episode, I'll be ha- uh, a-okay with that. Perfect. Um, I So, New Year's resolutions. Um, You texted me about it you know and you were like get get you know get your get yours together you know let's discuss it and i'm not a resolutions guy i i i I, that is why i texted you yeah because you're not a revolution kind of guy no and i knew that so Mm -hmm. i wanted to give you at least some heads up so that even if you didn't have any which you probably don't at least you could manufacture something for this. And segment. I did. I was China, okay. and I and I manufactured. Well, we're uh, buying over here. Yeah, and it's right. clearly cheaper than what we have. Yeah. So what do you what do you, what are you, what are you sending over to America? So what I'm sending over to America definitely super late because the supply chain is, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I. I wanted to do something manageable. I actually did think about this. I took a lot. Of, I took, oh. gave a lot of thoughts, and I did. I didn't want to just like you know throw some stupid shit out there, but my New Year's resolution this year is I want to get. I want to go to the beach more this year. Mm. Last year, I don't think I went to the beach once. Sad. Yeah, and so this year I am going to go to the beach way more. Uh, I already it, got uh, already got one day in the books. Yeah, New Year's Day. Damn, hit the beach for like an hour. It was great here in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. Damn, low key, just got it in real quick. It was great. The be- the 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 thing we've talked about this before. We were so spoiled, and um, you know maybe it's the hubris or what, but we came from Jack's Beach, which was such an enjoyable beach experience. Yeah, I mean we were very close. Free parking, always it's not space. crazy there. There's so much room on the beach. It's just so easy and nice to go to and enjoyable. Up here, it is an absolute schlep. It's a whole thing. It's a you have to see the the, the beach up in Jack's Beach was just there. You pop you in, pop in, pop out, spend the whole day there, whatever you want. Up or or down here, shall I say? It's totally a different animal. So I I will I will join you on that revolution yeah i want to get to the beach more it's it's a crying shame that you know i didn't go at all the last year and um it's i and i will take this from our good friend uh ryan checkafilio it's nature's netty netty pot yes it's it's the all all healing nothing is better when you're hungover than to go really? stumble down to the beach and just jump in a cold saltwater bath. Yes, yes. 100%. So that's my New Year's revolution. Um, what do you got for me? I got a couple. One we did last year, but we didn't truly follow through all the way. And wifey and I will be doing at least one adventure per month. So we did that probably about uh, maybe you were pretty month. good about that last year. We we made it probably uh, six out of twelve of the months, but we I want to try to make sure that we can get to to do it at least once a month this year. It's something cool that we did where 
We just tried new places, new faces. I know you did a little bit of that as well, especially during COVID. It was like a situation where it's just like get outside, go do something you wouldn't normally do. So that's the first one. Okay. Um, the next one is is and that's the main one is just uh, I don't know if you notice, and I'm kind of um, you know I'm kind of gonna blame you on this a little bit, but your boy's just a fat piece of shit now. No. Your boy's a fat piece of shit, and you didn't say anything. You didn't do anything. You didn't count my cows. You didn't... You did nothing. And And, uh, and, and so... And I, I think this is a very obvious and, you know, this is something that I think everyone says they're going to do every year. But I got to kind of get back to that pre-wedding shape. So the diet has started. Uh-oh. Started Monday. Okay, what are we cutting out? Um, soda pops, soda pops, except for except for this one that I needed to get through this. Um, that but count. but well, sugar sugar fucking drinks. Gotcha. But um, you know, just gonna lower the carbs, stop eating the junk food, wifey. You're not fucking making any more fucking cookies from scratch. God damn it! <laughs> there was a red velvet cake. I told you to get rid of. By the time I came home yesterday, it was still in there. I didn't eat it. Credit to me. Good job. Wifey, get rid of that. Good job. Um, but we're getting back on the horse. Let's do it. And, you know, the body's a little broken, too. Don't really have the stamina that I'd like on the court. Um, so we're going to... Is we're the gonna, stamina in the bedroom still good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good there. Okay. Um, but it could be, you know, you know, who knows? You know, who knows? You know, I, I can't say, you know, I got the same length of stroke game as a marathon runner. Right. Right? You so know? maybe I'd just like to close that distance a little. Yeah. Let's get That's back all. to our desert beetle. Exactly. So I'm trying to be a better desert beetle this year. Um, and, you know, I want to get back. I want to get back to how it used to be back to when I lived in Alabama with Reese Witherspoon. And I'm not there yet. <laughs> okay. So we uh, the, the journey has started. Follow me if you want. Um, but we will uh, hold me accountable. This weekend doesn't count coming up. No, elbow baggins bachelor party. Yes. but we will st- we will try to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm a fat piece of shit, and I'm saying it on the podcast so that on our last episode of 2022, you can look at me and say, Jay, you look good. All right, I'll say that, but don't say it if it's not true. That's I been will that's part of the problem. I'll say it. Okay, though. thank you. Yeah, thank you. yeah I'll thank say you. it. That, yeah, so that's 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 my uh, that's my revolution of of twenty twenty two. I got a couple of you know because we love you know the prison stories around here, um, so I got a couple of you know prison topics that I wanted to uh, shoot at you here. Uh, one. Uh, let's, 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 uh, let's put a, let's put a little applause together mm-hmm. for, uh, uh, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. She has know. been convicted. Can we circle back real quick though? Can you say that first name again for me, please? It's, I believe it. You, you I think say you're putting... Ghislaine, but everyone calls it Ghislaine. So and Ooh, I like and I like, I like to call it Jizz Lane. Jizz Lane. We're gonna go Jizz Lane. Lane has like you know you know yeah a couple different things. Yeah. Too. So Jizz yeah. Lane Matthew uh, Maxwell. She's been convicted. She got that Epstein treatment. Uh, I mean, honestly, as we're recording this podcast now, she's probably putting the fucking noose around her neck. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Funny story. I just read an article yesterday about how her hubby 
basically called her up in prison and was like, hey, um, peace out. Yeah. I'm going to still live in the house that we own and drive your cars. And I've already found a new boo and we're going to be cavorting around town. Yeah. And, and I would love, love to hear her on the line go, what? Yeah. But uh, just with her real quick, um, it was her birthday. Um, you know, right before she had gotten sent- sentenced and, uh, there was a little, uh, article that came out how she was a little upset, you know, with her birthday meal and mm. I looked it up, you know, the birthday meal and I don't know, I, I don't know why she's complaining. She, she had a beef meatloaf, some gravy, mashed potatoes, a little tuna, a little potato chips and some fresh fruit. I mean, you know what I mean? That's uh like what did you want? Yeah, what'd you want? I don't think they do like the only time you're getting a special meal in jail is like about four days before they kill yo ass. That's and, it. And I like to think and maybe maybe I'm out of bounds with it. I feel like that prison gravy's probably pretty good. What's what do you think the extra accoutrement that they're throwing in there is, huh? Salt. I was going to say like semen or something, right? Some jizz lane. Yeah, some jizz for jizz lane. Yeah. So, yeah, she was unhappy with her, you know, her her her, her meal, which... Well, uh, you know what? You probably should have thought about that before you were bringing little underage girls to your pedophile sick fuck friend. Yeah. Because if you didn't do that, you might have had a nice little porterhouse steak at a nice upscale, you know, steakhouse in, in New York and then fly right to Zurich. Right. But you can't. I love how you went Zurich. I didn't know what to do. Because that's there. where they go. Yeah. Where is Zurich? Where is that? Is that Germany? Where is that? Switzerland, I think. Switzerland? Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But the uh, other main uh, uh, headline that I wanted to discuss with you was Switzerland. Switz? All right, yeah. sweet. Um, was, and I didn't know, there's this UK serial killer called Hannibal the Cannibal. Mm hmm. And he's, you know, apparently uh, a big uh, serial killer over there in the UK. And he um, he got sentenced to, uh, you know, life in prison. And I was like, all right, Hannibal the Cannibal, you know, fuck that guy, right? Yeah. Gotta do my deep dives because, you know, if there's one thing that, you know, we've, we've tried to teach you guys, you know, on this podcast is don't just read the headlines. Well, read the headlines. It makes any wild gestures that you'd like, but also maybe take a little peek ski at the article. Um, he has to he has to spend the rest of his uh, life sentence in a glass cage, like uh, in the movie. Yeah, just like in the movie, which I loved. But this is the part I didn't like. Mm. This guy, he's your typical Dexter, where he only killed child molesters. He killed a child molester. Mm. Ate him? Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Took a, took a little nibble. Mm. Ate him. And that's what he got convicted for. And then while he was convicted, whoever was in charge of the prison system over there in UK uh, matched him up with a cellmate who also was a Uh-oh. child molester. So he took care of that guy too. Mm. You know, and that's really what uh you know hammered home the the conviction for him and not only did he kill his cellmate he killed him nibbled a little bit on him and then he just hid the body under the the bed in well, the what prison do you suppose, cell. Well, yeah i mean where you know? where else are you going to put it 
So, like, I mean, is he doing a a a, a service? You know, I'm like, was, was he only killing uh, like pedophiles and stuff like that when he was when he was yes, out? Yes. Mm, now I got a little bit of a conflict here. Like, where, where do we stand on this? Where where I stand on it is definitely jail, glass cage, a little too much. You yeah. know, the guy was doing, you know, you know, doing what you guys couldn't do. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's getting the job done. Maybe glass, you know. I mean, the guy deserves a little little mini TV, cleaning up the jailhouse a little bit. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. A little little, you know, a little little tidying up. So I I. I yeah, I was a little conflicted on that. You know, I felt I felt for him. Yeah, I mean this this is this is a toughie. It's a toughie. It's a toughie, right? Yeah, you know, because I want to feel bad for him, but I'm just wondering if maybe he like, you know, an innocent bystander one night he just like was like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sick of these sick fucks that I've been eating. Maybe I'll just take a little tasty treat of that like you know Uber delivery driver. <laughs> You know, he orders like, like TGI Fridays and yeah. has like no interest He's in like, the actual ribs that are like being delivered. Oh, I like that. So he orders, he orders TGI Fridays. He's like, please come in so I can, I can give you the money. He takes the ribs, <laughs> the, throws the, the, them the, in the, the trash. delivery driver, like walks in and goes, are you boiling water? He goes, yeah, and it's for you. And then he's like, I wanted those ribs. Yeah. Mm. So that was uh, the, I just I, yeah, I wanted to run just a couple of those by uh, because you know we love the prison talk. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's that's. Hmm. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Yeah, think about it. And let me know because, yeah, it, and it wasn't even like one of those situations where you know his daughter or son was molested and he killed that guy. He just did a vigilante thing. Well, I like that. Yeah. Like, he was... Yeah, I like that. I do, too. Hmm. He was like, I'm... I have an insatiable appetite to kill, but let's... You know, that should kind of be the thought. If you're just listening to the podcast right now and you have an insatiable desire to go out and kill someone, just maybe think about killing the people that should be killed. Yeah. Maybe. Right? Just think about it. Maybe. Now, we're not advocating for any no, type of murder. No. But if you are hypothetically going to murder someone, someone that diddles kids is a great option. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk shitting. Well, actually, you know, you kind of were touching touching about it, you know, with, with, uh, with the whole jailhouse thing. And I, I just, I want to know why everyone is so, it, it, I feel like is so anti- shitting in in public spaces now are you i've never understood that either i i i there's a ton of those people out there that like they don't shit yeah like they're just like i'm gonna hold it all day and be just massively uncomfortable because i can't like shit in a public bathroom right and i just i i feel like i kind of knew that you know although you're my life ally that you were my you would be my general riding into battle with me on this. Cause I feel like you are the type like me that, you know, can basically just go anywhere. I mean, there's a very famous picture of you, you know, sitting basically naked on, on a, uh, on a chair out in the woods <laughs> with a hole cut in it while someone's photographing you shitting. It was 6am in the morning. Shit stock. 
it was 6 a.m. in the morning when we were camping, and I thought I was good. You were. And uh, I believe Kate had... Uh, was it Kate? I believe Kate... Shout out to Kate. Shout out to Kate. Uh, she had... <laughs> she must have got up too. Yep. I can only think that she had to take she a shit She was probably well. trying to... She, you, beat, you beat her to the... Yeah. You beat her to the punch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I took a shit in the middle of the woods, so bears do shit in the woods. Bears do shit in the woods, and I think I have... You know, I don't know what the galvanizing moment for you was. Maybe it was just always like a lifetime of I don't care attitude about it. But for me, what really changed was when I had the food truck outside of a Home Depot. Oh, yeah. And I had to take basically a dump at least once a day in the Home Depot bathrooms where you got every stall filled, people, you know, taking such a gnarly dump, like, you know, on the phone, hitting the sidewall, <laughs> you know, yelling asking for toilet paper underneath the door with a hand like i was i i was put into the fire i got steel toe boots on i was put into the fire and i learned that some you just got to get in there and get it done and get back to your business and that's what kind of taught me how to how to how to live out in the in the woods and hunt per se so i have no problem shitting in public but I will say, I don't like it when someone's next. Like if so, if there's someone else in the bathroom, if I, there's somebody yeah. else in the bathroom, I try to be as discreet as possible. I think that's human I'm doing nature. The <laughs> and as like, you're as yeah. it's squirting out of your butt. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's human nature. It's not like I prefer there to be seven people in the bathroom. You know, like waiting in line, banging on the door for me to hurry up. But I also can understand that sometimes, and this has happened to me many a time where I'm up on a roof, not anywhere near a shitter, and I have to run down, you know, scale down the the, the ladder. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, jump uh, in you my spread that tar out no. you know, right there on the roof. <laughs> yeah, I plugged the leak. Don't worry. <laughs> And uh, there's been many a times where I've run and barely made it to the bathroom and you could have put me on stage at the Grammys and that shit was coming out. Yeah. You know, so I just want, you know, and, and one of the one of the just the little delights of my day is when I get to work in the morning and I go to the bat and, I, and I'm, I go in the men's restroom and the toilet seat is still up and I still see the blue cleaning fluid in yeah. there and no one's touched it and I know it's pristine yeah. and there's no greater way to start your morning than that. Yes. Um, yes. Knowing that you were the first to defile a bathroom that many will be using after you. I like that. There is, that is so true at like four men in a public restroom, knowing that you're the first mm -hmm. of that day. Yep. And in like you're baking the pies first. Yes, uh, you're you're laying the groundwork. You feel like you're doing a, a service. I'm laying the foundation, you know, as a forefather for all of you to to come after me, and I'm paving the way. Yeah. So I just want to put a PSA out there, guys. You know, 2022, take a chance. You know that that crowded bathroom at the bar. Get in there, 
Just fire oh, one man. out. You know, just alpha dog it, dude. Yeah, alpha hog. Yeah. Alpha hog it. You know that that family bathroom at Publix because all the other ones are taken, and that family's waiting outside to use it. Slip in there. And just fucking peel that paint, baby. Yeah, man. Join, join us. Join, the, you know, uh, you know, join the, uh, you know, Alpha Alpha Hogus Alpha Hog. What is it? Alpha Hog Hogalix Anonymous. Alpha Hoglet. Alpha Hoglix Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. And join it with us. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, and and you know, and what? don't put that paper down. No. Oh no 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 no. When people do the paper, they go, oh I put the paper down or I line it, you know, with toilet paper. You know what? You want to give? Don't a, even take a shit. Then you want to give? You want to give a brief wipe? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yes. You know, a little dust. You want to? You want to dust it off? Okay, that's fine. But if you think if, that this that this paper that's a billionth of an inch thick is gonna stop whatever germs are on that bowl from getting to your butthole, you are sadly mistaken. Sadly. Sadly. Sadly mistaken. So, uh, you know, I I think it now it's time to get into. The big dump of the day, which is <laughs> which is the peacock. Um, let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go. Right, let's get into it. Uh, you know, this week's uh, Peacock is brought to you by Restoration Maintenance. Um, you know, like we said, if you want those pipes cleaned up, if you want those uh, those fire, uh, you know, if you if you burned, uh, you know, the Hanukkah candles a little too hard, and you, and you need to, uh, you know, get some of that soot cleaned up, or you know, maybe the toilet was running, you know, when you were out. Uh, you know, out exploring and you came back and it was all over the place. Restoration maintenance is, uh, is your go-to people. Now, uh, are we saying this because there are, you know, our new sponsor? No, we're saying it because, no. you know, Ian's that dude mm-hmm. and we love him. I ride for my generals the same way they ride for me. Exactly. Uh, this week's Peacock um is you know i have a lot i have you know that running list of peacocks and most of that list is uh you know they deserve their their limelight but they they may not have like the best story but they still need to be recognized and that's that's who this peacock is they need to be recognized and um uh, we you know we you guys know where to go. Peacocks and music on Spotify. Blah blah. blah. We're gonna just you know if you don't know by now, uh, you know you're fucking up. Peacocks and music on Spotify. Search it, find it. It's all there. It's it's groovy. But this week's peacock and music is the Eagles of death metal. Mm. I know. Now when I was doing this, I said to myself. I don't think Jordan knows who they are, but I think that he has heard me talk about them or our friend group talk about them. 
definitely have heard of them. I've heard you talk about them. I know they were in that terrible uh, thing that happened like yes. in Europe. I think it was in yes. right in the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've definitely heard of them. I don't know. I can't say that I've like a hundred percent heard their music and have any opinion at all. So this is this one. I'm I'm excited to see uh, your reaction on um, because they're rock and roll harder rock and roll and i i'm excited to see how they actually land on you so just quickly with the metal stuff i don't ever mind rock going hard the problem i usually have is like the speed of it so if it's like the speed death metal that's usually or like the screamo stuff that's usually not what i'm into but you can go as you can you can go as hard as you want. I, I'm usually okay with that. Um, they're not death metal at all. Okay. Um, their uh, name does not imply the type yeah, of music I, that I think they I are that. at all. And I'm totally with you because I watched your uh, face right there, tiptoe around the metal part because you didn't want to i don't know offend me or the music i am not a metal guy nope at all well the speed metal. the speed stuff doesn't do it for me nope you know i'm with you cool so 1998 to the present they are still around they are a rock and roll band um the lineup is uh jesse hughes on vocals You've got uh, Josh Homme on uh, the drums, and then you got Jenny V on the bass. Um, uh, really quickly, Josh Homme is uh, also in the Queens of the Stone Age. He is the okay. founding mem- member of Queens of Stone is Age. Is that the like the lead singer? Yes. Okay. Yes, yep. which you know them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so uh, they got their name. Um, it's actually kind of funny. They were in a bar. Josh and Jesse were in a bar. And this guy was dancing to uh, the song Winds of Change, Winds of Change by the Scorpions. And um, Josh and Jesse were kind of poking fun at this, you know, random guy dancing on the dance floor to uh, this 80s uh, hair metal band. And they asked him, um, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, what are you doing? And the guy drunkenly replies to them, yo, this is, uh, this is death metal, man. This is, this is, this is death metal. Like, you know, what do you mean? And they replied back to the guy because the scorpions are not death metal. No, they're hair metal. They're like, you know, that eighties, you know, rock and they replied back to him this is not death metal if anything these are the this is like the eagles of death metal meaning yeah. like you know yeah, the band yeah. the eagles of yeah, death yeah, metal yeah. so that was how they uh got their name uh the band formed in palm desert california uh josh homie he uh before queens like you know actually queens of stone age took off he did a lot of these, uh, uh, he did these couple of compilation albums called The Desert Sessions. Um, and that's where they first appeared on was the volume one and two of The Desert Sessions. Um, the first album that they came out with had some good success. It was actually kind of weird. They didn't have any uh, success on the Billboard charts, but like commercials and games and really? like skate videos and stuff like picked up on their music hmm. and like that's how like 
they kind of like really got a lot, a lot of traction. They were in like all of these like commercials for uh, certain video games and and things. Um, and when you hear the music, like it'll make sense because they have, you know, they have this type of rock and roll that is um, very not poppy, but very uh, like you know tangible. Like it's very. It's, it's it's riff it's riff oriented digestible yes exactly thank you um so yeah first album had some success commercially with uh actually on commercials not commercially um they released their second album and they go out on tour actually with guns and roses oh, okay on their second uh, album and it's like their first like major tour but the tour actually, as soon as it gets kicked off, um, Axl Rose. This is Fat Axl, right? This is Fat Axl. Yeah. Yeah. And Fat Axl uh, still has a mouth on him. Fat Axl. Fat Asshole Axl. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, after like, I think like the fourth or fifth show when they're on tour, Axl comes out uh, after they open up for him. And he calls them the pigeons of shit metal. <laughs> kind of like that. Kind of like that. So that ends, you know, them, uh, you know, opening up for Guns N' Roses because, uh, you know, most rock stars have an ego at the Yahoo. And this was actually a story that it was funny to me because... One, you're, you have, you know, this big band that you're opening up for and they're making fun of you, you know, before they go on. And anyone that knows, like Axl Rose, he's a drunk piece of shit. He's an asshole. So, like, him calling them the pigeons of shit metal is uh, not, like, anything surprising. But I thought, and I was, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I think I would have stayed on. I feel like that was that, the, was that was the test from the big guy in prison, and what you needed to do was go up and fucking jack him in the face, and then show him that you you had the moxie. And I think that maybe it's just the way that like my mind works. That's like because when you go on tour with people and you're the opening band, or you're like, or or you're the headliner. You never want to be outdone by the person that like opens up for you. There's definitely a competition there for sure. We've talked about it in the past where the opener outdoes the main band and that causes a riff. Right. And I think he was trying to maybe put them in their place. I think he was too. And like I said, they should have stayed on and gained that respect and probably would have, you know, also put their name out there a little bit more too, which, you know, might have been a mistake, but you got to you got to go up to the bully and, and hit him right in the nose. Yeah. And then, you know, that and knock Debo down so that he can't get back up. Yeah. And he goes to prison and then he breaks back out and then comes and finds you in the suburbs. Um. Uh. Really quickly. Side note. Did you see all that hubbub uh, with Ice Cube and uh, Friday and, and like Big Worm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, Donald Faison. Yep. And how much he got paid and. You yeah. know, they were all like bitching, you know, about. But I saw what Ice Cube said. He's like, yo, motherfucker was there for one day. Yeah. Got paid 2500 bucks, which back in like 
you know, in the mid nineties was probably like 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And that's what a one, you know, it's all scaled based on how much you were in the movie. And uh, I actually, you know, the more interesting part was, did you see that basically Chris Tucker did not want to come back because apparently he's like religious now. Yeah. And didn't want to cuss or smoke weed on screen. Yes. Which to me was the more like, okay, because if you're not going to do those two things, you can't be in the movie. Well, yeah. And not only can you not only be in the movie, Chris Tucker, your whole entire character in every movie that you've ever been in, you're cussing. Yes. And doing like gangster shit. Yes. Really kind of taking away your, uh, you know, your bread and butter. Yeah, which is like great, you know, fucking go see God. Let me know how that works. But I mean, he made his money too. I mean, Rush Hour 1, 2, 3, you, you can live off that. That was it though. After Rush Hour, right? He didn't do shit after that, right? I don't I mean, think he, so. he did the Michael Jackson video and that was it. Yeah. You know? Like, surprised Michael on stage, did a little dance and that was it. That was it. But it, but it makes sense why Chris Tucker kind of like went in like phased out into oblivion like he never did anything in it again like that makes sense because i've always wondered like well i mean i what, think why did he sure, do anything else like i think what happens sometimes is you get typecast as a specific like he wasn't gonna leave after rush hour and go do like a serious like suspense thriller or like you know a drama like you're kind of typecast into that specific comedy you know black comedy type stuff where you're going to keep playing the same form of the same character. I beg to differ on that. And the only reason why the... the, the well, I think he could have done it. I just think he did, he chose not to. Because my favorite Chris Tucker character is his character in Fifth Element. Oh. I mean... Yes. I mean, I that wanted fucking... To, that wig piece. <laughs> dude, I wanted to... I've Every single... Halloween comes up every single year, and oh that's who God. I always want to dress up oh as. Oh, my. Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element. Just the leopard skin and just the blonde, the bleach blonde hair with the just... I don't even know Outlandish. what you call Yeah, that, I don't know what I it's know. It's not a horn. It's, it's a protrusion with a hole in it. It's, you know what? That is, that's got to be though, I got to tell you this. As far as a Halloween costume, that's got to be one where like we're older, we're, there's a huge party planned. There's, I mean, you, multiple you're gonna, people, you're I can't spending just do it. Money. You're also spent. no, I think you could do that solo. If you did that solo, I would know as soon as you walked in what you were. But yep. you you would have to spend some money to acquire everything required to do that. Yes, like you're you're dropping two hundo yeah. on that on that fit. Yeah, you know. So and also too, uh, before we get back to the peacock here, uh, Fifth Element, uh, Bruce Willis um, name in that movie is my. Oh. Is my, I'm going to let you think about it, is my all-time, it has always been my all-time favorite name of a character in a movie. I think it's the best name that's ever been, like, you know, made up for a movie character. I'm literally going to kick myself in the teeth when you say it, because I, I feel like it's the tip of the tongue phenomenon, but I, I also feel like I'm miles away from getting it. So I need you to... Do you have anything or you want me to just say it? Do you want to try to get it? Do you want me to like... Xander... 
No. Um, Justice. No. No. Dallas. There we Dallas. go. And now we're back. Dallas. Dallas is the first name. Da- no, no. Dallas is the second name. Corbin Dallas. But that's. Uh. This is this is why this kid that sit ne- that sits next to me every week is my dog. This is why mm. because I we not only uh, we're on the same same wavelength. Our our our, our minds melt, mm. but even in in times of challenging. Ugh, I struggled for that one. Man. That's I, it. I worked. I worked for that. I'm sweaty. Corbin Dallas. Corbin Dallas is like that's the name that I wish that was my name. Remember when we were driving to uh to uh Jacksonville that one time with yep. you and your wife and mm-hmm. we were, you know, killing time and we made up names for ourselves. Yep. Like like what were other names that you know you wish that you were called what, what, what were we doing? Uh I don't know, but that on a tangent, we all at camp one year named ourselves when we went whitewater rafting, we all came up with a whitewater rafting themed name. <laughs> and, and when you, as they teach you, when you are about to go down a a, uh, a rapid, you all have, he, he yells all down and you all have to get in the middle of the boat so that no one gets thrown off the raft. Okay. So my name, I believe. You remember it? Was all down Dale Johnson. <laughs> and I think there was a, um, a softs was like a paddle shaft paralu. I mean, we had a bunch of good ones wow. out there. Wow. I'll have to reach out to the what boys. What was yours again? All all down Dale Johnson. All down Dale Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I wish my I wish my parents would have called me uh Corbin Dallas Benson. Corbin, oh man. I would have I don't even know if I would have met you. You probably would have been famous and I wouldn't even have met you. Remember the name that I gave myself when we were driving up to Jacksonville and you and your wife were just horrified by it? Uh, um, Hold on here. Come on. You gave me Corbin. It was... Um, it was a strong not, name. I thought it was, it was a very... I remember I worked uh, in a quarry. Yeah. I worked was, in a quarry. Uh, <laughs> I worked in a rock quarry. Brock. Brock, Brock, Brock uh, Benson, Brock Benson, yeah. <laughs> Works at a I quarry. remember I was like, I would, I think I'm Brock Benson, and you and your wife like pulled over on 95, yeah, and said, "Get out, take five, yeah." <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, to get back to it, um, like Jordan had teased, so in 2015, uh, the Eagles of Death Metal. Played a show at the uh, Bataclan uh, Theater in Paris, and during the show, I'm I'm sure many, many of you guys probably you know remember uh, this news headline: um, an attacker whips out. There's actually nine of them. They whipped out their AK-47s. And Is that many? Jam. There was nine of them, and they whipped out their AK-47s, and they. Uh, Open fired uh, on the fans right in the middle of uh, Eagles of Death Metal show. Uh, killed ninety people. Yeah, killed was, ninety. I fans. remember it was fucking a bloodbath. That's yeah, terrible. they killed they killed ninety uh, ninety fans. Um, the the police entered after finally when they once they got in there. Um, uh, you know, a couple of them, you know, had the uh, 
had the the dynamite vests on ready to like go out like that it wasn't even it was a terrorist attack but it wasn't uh it wasn't um you know islamabad stuff can i say that uh that's fine yeah you know it wasn't you know it was it was it was you know, this was 2015 and um so yeah so 90 fans died it was a huge tragedy tragedy uh, the merch guy died. Everybody was running for their lives. There was people I remember during that uh, reading about it. People were on the floor faking, you know, their desks. They were so scared. And um, but a year later, when the Eagles of Death Metal went back out on tour, uh, they were playing in uh, Barcelona, and one of their very first shows back. And these motherfuckers, they they never caught the people. That oh did, really? Yeah, they they got away. They never caught like I don't all remember of them. That, but... And uh, outside of the Barcelona show, uh, security and the cops and stuff noticed a uh, couple familiar faces. These motherfuckers went to the show again outside. They didn't even have tickets to the show, but they were outside. And the police recognized them because they were on the hunt for them. And they got caught right outside the show. Good. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Yeah, fucking idiots. Was it something to do with them? Like the band then? No, it had nothing to do they with... They just happened to be at that venue at the same time that they were planning to do another attack at that venue. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. Insane. And uh, yeah, they were outside. They got they got caught. They were arrested immediately and they... they they arrested once they arrested i think it was just one guy that they had noticed and that's who they arrested and then he spilled the beans on the rest of the other nine attackers idiot yeah and um arrested the rest of uh arrested and found the the other nine attackers and they're all rotting in jail now eating fucking meatloaf and and, and probably a nice gravy um but yeah that's uh that's your peacock in in music eagles of death metal Go check them out. I know the death metal thing might throw you off. It's 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 not death metal though. It's it's good rock and roll, and like I said before, they need uh you know they don't have they don't have they don't have like commercial success or anything or, or that, and their story isn't like you know the most craziest. But this band rocks. Well, as we've talked about before. Um... You know, and we did a this or that with you and uh, you and Haywood Jablomi about about I think the last question was rock and roll, dead or alive. Yeah. And um, any any little semblance of of maybe that they that it still might be alive. I welcome. I want I want it to be alive. I like. But I need more evidence that life exists. I'm really glad that you transition and you brought that up because if there is any evidence it's this band well let's just say i'm on mars there's a rover and i'm looking for any signs of life right now yeah even at a at a particle level yeah and i'm hoping that i find something and send it on back to my people on the old green planet yeah baby um so um before we head out here um, on episode number 46 here, which, by the way, we've got two more until we do our third installment of uh, our bracket. Yeah. Yep. We're getting very close. Are you ready? 
I'm not. I'm not. No. I am not. I don't I can't even remember I don't remember. But that's the beauty of it. There's some people in there. And it's all with the seeding. Who knows what type of matchups? Look, all the teams are out there playing all your games. We never know who's starting any of these games anymore because of COVID. We don't. So these these records might be a little uh you know, let's just say not as accurate as what maybe what the team's strengths are. So we're gonna see a lot of serious matchups coming into this bracket. I think this one's gonna be Yeah. This one's gonna be yeah. uh we're gonna get you ready for March Madness a little early mm-hmm. with our bracket. Yeah. So be ready. Um so uh every year uh like we've said, I think we've we've talked about it a lot, we do the bro gift exchange. And I'm trying to do you do you remember I mean, it's got to be a decade now. It's probably close to a decade that it's, we've been doing this. Yeah, it's uh, Jordan, me, and Scott. We have we we start a little tradition where we exchange gifts between the three of us. We have a, we have a love triangle. We have a love triangle. Yeah, there's no one above anyone else, uh, even though we like to compete, and. Um, we uh we have gifts for each other that we have not we do we have not opened yet correct and um i am ready to do it now yeah live yeah that's what we're here are to you do. yeah i got mine right here okay let me grab let me all grab right. yours all right here i'm gonna grab mine and put it or grab yours and put them on my lap okay Now, um, uh, I have a couple in here. I'm going to start off with... Let me see how I can navigate this. As you can see, you already know what mine is. Uh, No, not necessarily. You can't tell that it's a pony? (laughs) So this first one, actually, uh, it started in the Keys. And my mother-in-law always was she she had this thing where the the hand towels that were in front of like you know the ones that would be hanging in the kitchen she'd always yell at me when I when I used those right because they're apparently not to be used they're only supposed to be to be looked at as I, men we just cannot wrap our heads around that shit correct and she would yell at her husband for using the good towels for maybe something that you know she didn't find to be adequate level so I started as a joke looking online for some that I could buy for her. But what I did was I found something I could buy for you. So the first present I will pass to you. Okay. And uh, I, I saw it and I just had to get it for the boy. Okay. I can, can I, am I, Tell him what you, what I'm you not, got. Am I allowed to use this? I don't know. I feel I, like we I, need sh- to talk about I it. shouldn't. We need to talk about it. Okay, so the <laughs> the hand the the hand towel says, "Don't wake the bear." This is like nice material. So now you can't use it. Yeah, you got this hang one's it, display you hang only. It and bang it, and that's it. This is nice. Yeah, don't wake the bear. Yeah, Let for anyone see. that doesn't know, uh, the bear is a nickname that was given to me, I believe, by you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone else gave it to me. It was kind of an odd uh, nickname that was uh, given to me in college because I wasn't always this big. Mm, I mean, you were pretty big. 
when you knew me. Yes. But I wasn't always this big, but I grew into this bear thing and it was kind of a complex for me, mm. I will admit, in the beginning because, you know, I feel like the bear connotes like, you know, a big fuck. But I You grew- are a big fuck. Yeah. Though. Not but, like a sloppy oath, like so, walking through the woods. Don't wake the bear is what this says. And it's really, really good. Um, so yeah, I think I'm back in, in the camp with. Uh, oh wow, it's big. Yeah. Um, I'm back in the camp with her now. Where if you use that, I'm gonna be pissed at you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So like that can only be out. That's for show. And that's it. I love it. So that is just the first of my gifts. Now I have two in this beautifully wrapped present for you. Real quickly. Go uh, ahead. By the way, just side note because we are a podcast. Uh, that keeps many tabs open. Yes, we are. I wanted to also let you know that I um, I have gone to the doctors. I have been approved for the sleep apnea machine. Oh. Um, Talk to Dref. And I had to take the test. I don't know. Did I tell you how I had to take a test? <laughs> Where you had to go to sleep? I had to go to sleep. Um they sent me this whole like computerized mechanism that I had. You should, I, I should have taken a picture of it. I had to like, yeah, the CPAP machine, right? It's not. No, this was this is the test that you have to take to and pass it. it. And and if, if you, you pass, you fail, right? Exactly. Mm. It was hilarious sitting in the 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 doctor's office, and he's like, "We're gonna sit in this machine, and this machine's basically gonna be a test." And it's going to pretty much tell us like how many times your heart stops, like, you know, you know, throughout a night. Uh, And, you know, if it stops, you know, one to two times during a night, you know, you're probably not going to be approved for the machine. But if it stops, you know, about five times in the night, then you'll be approved for the machine. And then if it stops like, you know, about eight times a night, we're going to need surgery. So it was a fun little test for me because I wanted to make sure I passed. Well, you know, you wanted to fail. Yes. You wanted to fail. I wanted to pass fail. You wanted to pass fail. Now, did you fail pass or did you pass fail? I took it and I sent it back and I've I'm, I'm been waiting the results Ugh, now. Why would you do that to me? It's, it's, I'm already riddled with anxiety right it's, now. Like, trust me, if, if, they, if they say I don't pass, like we're, we're like uh, the, the bear is going to wake up. Yeah, I feel like I need to wake up the bear now. Right. So, all right, let's exchange here. All right, I'm going to hand this to you. I need you to grab it from the underside. Let me hand that to you. Now, there is something inside that. Okay. So, there's two gifts in there. So, I feel like there's more than one gift in here. So, you actually wrapped it. Mine is in a towel that was in the back seat of my truck. You open up yours first. Okay. So, I am opening. If you can't hear the AMSR, I'm opening the gift. No better sounds than that. I'm rummaging, I'm rummaging. Okay, we have a couple albums in here. First one we got, ooh, Mike Bloomfield, Al Cooper, Steve Stills, Super Session. Yeah. Now, was this a, you already own this album? Um. Well, I, I have it, yeah. But it literally says Benson. Did you sign that? No. Look at what it says on the back of the I, album. Wow, <laughs> this is. It literally says Benson I, written in. I bought this album and. But I'm not crazy, right? No, I 
I but, thought you had started autographing your presence or something. No, that's wild. Well, I love that. Give it back. It's not yours. I about to say, maybe I should keep this one and give You're, you mine that no, I have. No, no, That's going to be the ironic <laughs> part. Everyone's going to play it so at my house. So did someone, another Benson, own this before me? I don't fucking know, but we're going to assume... now I don't want you to have that. Well, it's mine. Um, now we have Humble Pie. Nice. Lost and found. Okay. And this is a double. This looks like a double. By the way, these albums, I want you to know, look like they've been around for a very long time, which is the preferred yeah. visual that you want. You want to know we, that this record's been played. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when you go to the record store and like the albums are like brand new and the fucking sleeve and shit. Sweet. I'm excited. Humble uh, Pies. You know, the, uh, Frampton might be on my uh, list of, of uh, exploratory truths in music also. We have another one here. Ooh, my guy. Yeah. Doors, LA Woman. We talked about this on exploratory truths in music a couple weeks ago. Um, you don't have that one, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. That no. was the one I was like, does he have that one? No, absolutely not. And uh, what else do we got here? Wow, you got me. Blind Faith. Okay, so we got Eric Clapton, Steve Winwood, our guy Ginger, and Rick Grek? Rick uh, Greek? Uh, uh, Gretsch. Greish. Greish. Blind Faith is the very first supergroup. Okay. Blind Faith is the very first supergroup when Clapton uh, left uh, Cream. He took Ginger Baker with him mm -hmm. and uh, started Blind Faith. Okay. We got here that now. one's That one's killer. Ooh. You don't have that one either, right? No. I don't even know if I have. I might have Disraeli. I think you have Gears. Disraeli, right? Yeah. And so we got Fresh Cream first album, right? Yes. First, Yeah. First album. And I, did I, did I, I might have started with Cream. I think in the playlist. I think you did, yeah. And so this essentially, no, no, I started with uh, Jeff Beck. Oh, okay. But I went into this right after that. So this is great. And then we also have here. And then I, I was shopping and I just saw that and I was like. A little, a little shirt at Ross. I'm going to be wearing that this weekend. Um, I feel like you know, this that has was, got the keys vibe. Yeah, I feel like that's you. I I don't know why I bought you uh, clothing, but I saw it and it I just like screamed you. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, perfect gifts as always. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna open mine here. All right. So my my gift was wrapped in paper, as you can hear. It was. Did you George, wrap this? I wrapped it. Wow. Uh, Jordan's gift that he gave You'll me. You'll see why it was very difficult to wrap though. Uh, is just draped in a towel. The yeah. towel is part of the gift. No, I need that towel back. You need the towel back? Yeah, no, I'm taking that towel with that's, you. I gave you that's your own a bummer. towel. Don't wake the bear. That's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer for me. Okay, all right. We've got an absolutely beautiful fucking planter right here. A, a, a planter pot right here. Like, wow. Did... Did like some six year old Mexican woman make this? I'm hoping so. I I'm gonna say so. Uh, I went to one of my favorite nurseries and I Flamingo nursery. Uh, nursery, nursery, yeah. Is, was guys, it Flamingo? Yeah, it's Flamingo. That's and, that. That's the staple down here. If you want to go to, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think so. But um, I'm always. We've always talked about pots 
and uh, and 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 how crazy expensive they are. But I wanted to get you a nice pot. And what else have I gotten you? The other thing that was inside the pot, uh, as you can see on my face, um, <laughs> is bringing me absolute joy. I have my first garden gnome. There you go. Uh, this is, is a, it gar- yeah, it's got to be garden. It's not a lawn gnome, right? Or garden gnome. I think it's a garden gnome. Garden gnome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a garden gnome. It feels like it's wooden, and I it looks it's like it's mm, handmade. Yeah, I don't know. By you, I made it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, myself. This is <laughs> amazing. Um, ah, oh God, where do I put this? That is for you to decide, my friend. Jesus. The good thing about both of those gifts are you can absolutely move them around. They can be in one spot. You can put them somewhere else. This has got to go in the front yard. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. I love this. <laughs> this is, I mean, I don't have a garden gnome. And I mean, who does? Yeah, is that that's not a thing anymore, huh? Well, I'm I want to start bringing a few things back, and I think the the garden gnome has been overlooked, and it is and it, it's his time now. There was a couple options there. I almost got you one that he was just doing this, just giving the finger, just giving you the bird. I'm glad you didn't do that. But I went with what I thought was more the classic look, so I went just the classic garden gnome. I love it. Thank you so much. This is awesome. And the pot is, I mean. I, I don't even know if the price is, tag's in there, but I was A1. not happy about no, it. No, it's not. It's okay. not in here. I don't think it is. Yeah. it's uh, This is amazing. Oh, I like that. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I wanted. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, so put something pretty in it. Uh, I'm going to need your uh, direction on that as well, because you're the green thumb of the pod. Now there are. I know you're planning to start uh, like an orchid section. Yes. I actually have an orchid at the house that goes in dirt. So if you'd like, we might be able to take some of that out and put it in here. Can we? Yeah. Can I? Mm-hmm. So I can't have this towel. No, I need that towel back. Why? It goes in my truck. That's like my. Um, Just the towel that's in the truck. The truck towel. The truck towel. The truck towel. The truck towel. Smell like a truck. Smells like success. Got a nice little rip in it, too. Yep. This is the truck towel. Yeah. Can't have this, huh? Mm -mm. This is what I really want. I got you a towel. Don't wake the bear. Want this one, though. Yeah, no. Sorry. Um, Thank you so much. Thank Uh, you. uh, Guys, uh, you know, hope the, uh, the new year. You know, brings uh brings some 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 good stuff for you. I know everyone's like always down and all like all the last years and stuff, but as long as you keep riding with us, we're gonna take care of you. Um, you know, I I, I you know I said you know my revolution is to you know go to the beach more, but um I uh, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna get real fucking serious on this podcast here in, in this next year. We're gonna fucking pump this up. Uh, we can't do it without you, obviously. No, thank you all. Yeah, we 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 love you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, every single person that calls in, it it brings us so much joy whenever we run into like you know our listeners and stuff, and they have like a little funny comment or story that they liked or they remember. It tickles us to fucking death. Um, so. We hope that you guys, uh, you know, have a have a good uh, have a good uh, 2022. 
Um, don't get bogged down with all the bullshit. You know, that's why we hope that you tune into, you know, this podcast to like maybe get away from some of that stuff. Yep. And, um, you know, we're going to keep riding for you. And, uh, if, if, if we stumble along the way, uh, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You You can tell me I'm a fat piece of shit though. If you'd like, (laughs) you you look fine, dude. Mm. You look fine. Mm. No, I think younger Jordan would say that now Jordan has lost a step. Yeah, I feel like the Wizards Jordan. Younger and not, Jordan and not would post you up. Jordan. Uh, I don't know. My touch has recently come back underneath the hoop, so uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, love you guys. Uh, like, subscribe, review, all that. Tell your friends, man. Um, and uh, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. See ya.